getting, you know, irritated about yeah, it. Yeah, irritated about it. Like, you help me, I help you type things, but. That's a real innovative way to look at it because yeah. I, when I re- when I saw that I wasn't gonna get the support that pe- that I thought I should have gotten from people, it really like it got me down. And there have been plenty of times where I just stopped recording. I wasn't in the mood to strike up conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. I was discouraged for a long time. And y'all don't know how many times it took me to start this lash business. <laughs> like, I was going back and forth about four years. Like, I want to say almost eight years it's been that I've been going back and forth about it. And Nika, you were like, yeah. you were the last strike. <laughs> you were like, girl, do it so much. Like, it's enough business out there for exactly. everybody. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But um, just like when we were talking off the mic, when I was saying, like, I finally, I was listening to an inspirational talk and I heard somebody say, like her exact words was stop making your dream other people's responsibility mm-hmm. and she was like i don't mean that in a negative way just that sometimes we have expectations of people because we generate a certain type of energy towards them so we expect that in our dream but nobody's going to be as passionate about your vision as as you That's are true, yeah. so you can't really expect not even your parents like you your parents are going to support you but nobody is going to actually value everybody and welcome to another episode of sister friend the podcast before we start i just want to give a shout out to everybody i'm so proud of myself my team everybody who supports me because we just hit 1.3 thousand views we got so many plays you guys i want to give a shout out to everybody out there in columbia because we have friends in columbia um sandy kaden is putting us on i want to give a shout out to everybody in north korea my cousin you know who you are um i know a lot of our listeners out there are military and i just want to thank you for supporting our country also i want to y'all know i'm gonna boost popcorn we love all the streaming platforms that have accepted this as a friend podcast but podcoin is the only platform that actually pays you for every 10 minutes that you listen so if you guys don't have Podcoin, go ahead and download the app. If you use the code SISTERFRIEND, then they'll go ahead and start you off with 300 points. <laughs> so when you get your points, you accumulate them every time for listening. And um, as you accumulate them, you can basically convert them. You can use them towards your favorite charity. You can buy gift cards. There's, there's tech on there that you can buy. You can do anything that you want to with the money because it's yours as you listen. So, after all that being said, um, we got a very special announcement at the end of the podcast. You guys really want to tune in because um, it's some good stuff. Like, you don't want to miss out on this. I said I was going to do a big giveaway, and we really going to do a big giveaway. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's just get started. This is a really special episode. I have two good friends here with me. Uh, when I originally started the idea for Sister Brand Podcast, I really just wanted it to be a boost for girls. Not only girls all around Orlando, but girls all around the world, all around the nation. And I just wanted to be able to help girls out in promoting their business. And this is actually like my first time that I'm getting a chance to do what I really wanted to, env- like what I really envisioned for the podcast. 
have two very special women on here. They are business owners. They are moms. They have significant others. They lead very, very busy lives, but they still find a way to make it happen for themselves and generate their own income. So, without further ado, first person I want to introduce is Desiree. Desiree, you want to... Okay, so this is what we'll do. Introduce yourself. Uh, tell us the name of your business and use... Three words to describe your brand. All right, three words are really hard. But hello everyone, it's Desiree from Queens of Oat Boutique. That's Queens of Oat Boutique. And three words that describe um, my business. I would say classy, sexy, cool. Mm, okay. <laughs> and then we have Nika, the queen of styles herself. Go ahead, boo. Hello, y'all. My name is Nika, uh, also known as Queen, and I am the owner of Queen of Styles. You can follow me on Instagram at Crown by Queen. Uh, three words to describe my business: definitely royalty, style, and I would say beauty. That's it. <laughs> okay, and then everybody knows me. My name is Kiana. I go by Key. I go by Kitty. You can follow me on Instagram, Kitty2K. Um, I actually have multiple businesses, but right now the two that I'm focusing on is Sister Friend Podcast, and I'm getting ready to launch my own eyelash line. So, Mink Lashes is called uh, the Goddess Lash Teak. And we sell quality mink lashes for every type of woman. Three words that describe my business are regal, stunning, and timeless. That's what we're gonna go with. I like that. I like that. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Um, first thing first, what made you guys decide to start your own business? Okay, so that's a great question. I'll go first, and it's Desiree again. Also, I want to throw in, please follow my boutique, which is Queens of Oat. That's on Instagram. You want to spell it for them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clarify it because it's a little confusing sometimes. Um, but Queens, Q-U-E-E-N-S, Oat, which is H-A-U-T-T-E, Boutique, B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. So follow us on Instagram, Queens of Oat Boutique. Um, so I just want to start by saying how we started the business. Um, actually, my uh, business is adult ownership. So we are a woman's online boutique and we carry clothing, accessories, as well as shoes. Um, we actually cater to sizes small through 3X. And how we came about, well, it's, as I mentioned, it's dual own. And my business partner and I, we both have a great taste of fashion and elegance and class, but at affordable price. So being that we share, we both share the same interests, we decided to launch a boutique and bring something different to women. So our boutique is very special when it comes to occasions. So if it's a birthday, you're going out, you just want to feel ultra classy, but yet sexy. That's the type of boutique we wanted to deliver. So we decided to just um, partner up and launch a boutique and see how it goes. And for me, uh, I started 
first of all, I started doing hair when I was like 14, 15. My mother, shout out to my mother, she's always been my guinea pig. And I know she used to rock the ugliest styles ever, but she never <laughs> complained. <laughs> she never complained. But as I grew, I also got better. And as I was telling Kitty and Desiree earlier, uh, it took me about five times to actually complete cosmetology school. So it was definitely one of the biggest accomplishments that I've done so far. And with that being said, I graduated and it gave me a push and I stepped out on faith and went into my first salon. Like most mm -hmm. people that come out of school, they don't go into a salon. So I went into a salon and my business grew from there. And now I'm in my own studio yes. and I'm opening up my second studio to also start Brazilian waxing. Wow. So if your mind is to it, you can do it. Definitely. I I'm, that. I'm glad you said when you got out, you started in a salon because a lot of people we in this era where everybody is so hung out on developing their own expertise mm -hmm. so once they get past the biggest milestone they just want to hit the ground running they don't yep. understand that there's always going to be a level of growth that yep. you have um so we right now we're in this space where we're kind of toying with the idea or people are becoming more um accepting of the idea that there's something out there for everyone yeah. so in a business where you may have felt like it's oversaturated at this point how do you guys make your brand so unique mm, that's a great question yeah, that is a <laughs> and that's definitely something that um, my partner and I touched bases on when, when we we actually sat around and planned the boutique for a whole year versus just saying, OK, we want to do a boutique and we just, hey, OK, this boutique. No, we actually sat and we planned and that was one of our major um, topics on how we're going to be different. So that's when we came up with the idea of who we are, wanting to cater to women, wanting to you know, help women go out on special occasions and feel beautiful, but yet different. So we decided, um, also our slogan is elevating your beauty with high fashion and class. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we had to make ourselves different by coming up with a fair price point where everyone could shop. So when you hear queen, you're thinking like, dang, queen, that might be expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, dang, am I going to be able to afford it? But no, we got $20 stuff. We got $15 stuff. We got $10 stuff. So we wanted to cater to all women, whether it was someone who shops on the expensive side or the lower side. Um, so that was our goal, to come out with a high um, fashion platform, but yet affordable. So I, I think that's what really set us apart from everyone else. Yeah, with me, uh, I feel like what sets me apart is my brand is all about royalty, queen, 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 queen. So I like to put everyone on a pedestal mm -hmm. yes. so that everyone feels like they're actually being treated with royalty. So I feel like that's what makes me stand out as well. And I'm so down to earth. I may look mean. I may talk <laughs> my junk, but I am down to earth and it's always a vibe with me. So yeah. I feel like that is also what helps me as well, because most stylists, they're just a... I'm going to do your hair and get you out. It's very transactional. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm transparent. I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling today. I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday with my man. I'm going to tell you all of this. <laughs> so it's like, it's also a business 
and a friendship relationship with my clients. So Absolutely, I can attest to that. Now, look, I'm gonna tell you, you you pop your shit sometimes, <laughs> but um, for the most part, uh, you your your client services is very good. Thank you. Thank like you. especially now, like during this time, everybody's stuck on becoming well known as a stylist like as a hairstylist they're very stuck on popping like they want to be notorious and when it comes off it like for certain clients they're very transactional and for other clients that they feel like will help boost their name they that's who they develop a relationship with but when it comes to you it don't matter who it is you're gonna treat them as such because you offering a service and they're coming to you and i do appreciate that yes. <laughs> i do too and i Okay, so one thing I want to talk about is um, we're gonna get into some of the deep stuff now. (laughs) Um, what are some of the challenges that you face when you first begin like building your brand? Mm. The challenges that me, I personally went through was people not respecting your price. No matter where you at, no matter what you do, you could be in a house, they're still going to low budget you. You could be in a salon and they still feel like they can low budget mm-hmm. you. Uh, that was my main issue back then. Now that people are understand that, okay, this is her price, her quality is you know up to par and stuff like that. My biggest issue now is, I guess, the way, um, I guess, communication with clients versus uh, to me. And I had it got so frustrating. I had to toss it off to my assistant because <laughs> it's not easy. It, yeah. It's not. And doing hair, and if you don't respond back in a timely manner, they feel like you're ignoring them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I don't want anybody to feel neglected, and I don't want to take my frustration out on anybody. So I feel like it's the best thing to do is hand it off to somebody that can actually respond yeah. in a reasonable time, as well as great communication, professionalism, all that. So that's the biggest problem that I've ran into. But about it great great just to piggyback off of that a little bit (laughs) so it's just um as you mentioned just having that that timely manner of responding sometimes as you mentioned sometimes they think that your clients believe that you're just ignoring them and that may not be the case you probably have 10 million other people that you're responding to Mm -hmm. too and it's just keeping that relationship and that bond of not making them feel like that, but yet you still want to be able to cater to them and keep them as a client. So I definitely want to say that is one of the challenges that we've experienced. And um, another one I would say is support from family and friends. When starting a business, I feel that it was in my experience, I naturally just felt that I was going to get that support and that love from my friends and family. Mm-hmm. They were just going to be ride or die, you know, posting, sharing my information, promoting. Um, however, that was not the case. If anything, the one be people that you don't know. <laughs> people say that all the support. time and it's real. It is real. And I had to experience that because you're just like, no, nah, not my friends, not my bestie, yeah. not my, you know, yeah. not my mom. But no, when I, when I launched my grand opening, the people I expected to be there weren't there. The people I least expected, didn't even know, mm. was following or watching showed up. So you just want to mentally prepare yourself for that and just be open-minded of loving yourself and just going hard for yourself. Don't expect others to support you. Go after you believe and the support is going to come to you. Mm-hmm. That's very, very true. And I do want to touch on when he was talking about people respecting our price because, you know, I went through crafting for a long time and I was, um, I was selling bling bottles or whatever. And it's just like, 
I don't think people, when it comes to, especially a business where you are basically in charge of how much income you make when you're literally generating how much you take home on your own like you don't have no set price no nine to five as to where like okay i know if i make if i do this many hours i'm gonna bring home this much it's not like that when you have your own business and i don't think people take account into how much you actually put into generating these services and generating these products because i would make these bottles and then i would give people prices and they would do stuff like why are you charging me $80? Like, I can get that in the club. Okay, get it in the club. How about a girl bring it to you? And let's see if you have, if it looks of quality the way that mine is. Or they'll say like, oh, well, if I buy the liquor on my own, how much would it be? And then they'll still get mad if I only knock down maybe like $20, $25. Because mm. you don't know what I've been through to get this job right. done. To get it look a certain type of way. Like, people don't know what you go through. Mm -hmm. Like, how many... When you literally sit there, you know you're getting some... You get travel braids and you want them butt length. How long are you gonna be standing? Mm -hmm. And then you got to think about stuff like sometimes when people head don't be looking right when they come <laughs> in. Like you don't always they don't always have the healthiest um, quality of hair for whatever reason. And there's extra that you have to do. And people don't like I don't I'm not gonna say they don't respect it because there are some people that don't respect. But we're not addressing the haters right now. Right. We are strictly <laughs> addressing people like maybe they just don't think about. The uh, effort that you have yeah. to go into all of that yeah. so yeah and then piggybacking on what you mentioned about support from friends and family like how do you guys overcome that how did you overcome that like when you realize like okay they really not gonna be boosting me the way I thought they were gonna be boosting me mm -hmm. that's a great question <laughs> well um how we overcame it I thankfully I have a very great partner who's very positive and I believe we were each other's support system. We we helped each other get through that on both sides of her friends and her family, my friends and my family. So basically just keeping a mindset and remembering who what are we, what are we doing? What's our purpose? Our purpose is to deliver to our queens, to elevate our queens. So we can't be discouraged or distracted by the support that we're not getting. And when we attended networking events and we kept the positive positivity amongst each other, we were able to get through it. And now it's like nothing. Mm -hmm. So being positive. So what about you? Like, okay, she got the question, y'all. It's okay. <laughs> like when you came to the realization that you weren't going to get as much support as you expected from your friends and your family, like how did you handle that? Like how did you overcome that? Um, I mainly overcame it by... I'm the type of person. If you want something free from me, you gotta do you gotta do something for me. So with my mom, I wouldn't charge her anyways, but she still helps me take care of the shop. She mm -hmm. buys all the necessary needs that needs to be in the shop. Uh, my sister, I actually cut her off as a client because she got so much hair now. It I just saw don't, it. It I don't saw make it. no sense. I can't <laughs> deal with her hair right now. But when she was help, uh, when she was a client of mine, I was uh, you know asking for a favor and stuff like that. So I felt like that's what kept me from you know getting you know irritated about, yeah, it. <laughs> irritated about it like you help me I help you type things but that's a real innovative way to look at it because I when I re when I saw that I wasn't going to get the support that pe that I thought I should have gotten from people it really like it got me down and there have been plenty of times where I just stopped recording 
I wasn't in the mood to strike a conversation with anybody. Mm -hmm. I was discouraged for a long time. And y'all don't know how many times it took me to start this lash business. <laughs> like, I was going back and forth about four years. Like, I want to say almost eight years it's been that I've been going back and forth about it. And Nika, you were like, yeah. you were the last strike. <laughs> you were like, girl, do it so much. Like, it's enough business out there for exactly. everybody. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But um, just like when we were talking off the mic, when I was saying, like, I finally, I was listening to an inspirational talk, and I heard somebody say, like, her exact words was, stop making your dream other people's responsibility. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't mean that in a negative way, just that sometimes we have expectations of people because we generate a certain type of energy towards them. So we expect that in our dream, but nobody's going to be as passionate about your vision as, as you are. So you can't really expect, not even your parents, like you, your parents are going to support you, but nobody is going to actually value what you have. When you have a certain empire envisioned in your head, you have a certain, you have a certain dream for your brand. You can't convey that to anybody right. else when right. it's your passion. So you just gotta chalk it up to this something that I gotta show everybody. And when if they come on when it get when you pop, then they it's come on. Yeah. You just gotta um just like you just have to know who's there, who actually who's actually accepting your vision, and who's there just to be like right. yeah, who's yeah. just jumping on the way. Exactly. So keep it going into family. Like, I know all of us work closely with people we have personal relationships with. And I just want to know how that is going for you. <laughs> and when you say personal relationship, exactly what? It can be anything because I'm pretty sure you have friendship with your business partner before you guys decide to go into business. Mm -hmm. And then also you have your nonprofit that you actually work with with your husband. Yes. And the same thing with Nika. Like, I'm pretty sure you have people. Like, as a matter of fact. Your space, you share it with your best friend. So I, I, I'm just kidding. And then also our working exactly. relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so I just want to know how it's going for you, like how you, because I'm. It's expected because none of us are the same person. There are going to be some hiccups. There's going to be maybe some um, disagreements, not necessarily arguing, but you guys see things in a different light. What's important to you may not always be important to them, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I just want to know how that's been going for you and how you've handled the dynamic. Mm, great question. So I'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with the business. Um, because these are things that my business partner and I sat down and spoke about before we encountered. So we established that relationship. We said, listen, some days I'm going to get on your nerves. Some days you're going to get on my nerves. Some days you're not going to understand me. I'm not going to understand you. But please, I ask for her forgiveness and patience in advance before we got to that point. So when we did get to those points, it was just like, okay, boo. Okay, we just we just do it with extra love. I got you. And then maybe if it gets a little heated and it's like, okay, all right, boo, I got you. And then when we calm down or, you know, we just readdress it in a different way. So I would definitely say talk about the what can go wrong before it goes wrong. Yeah. So when it goes wrong, you know how to deal with me. I know how to deal with you. Mm -hmm. So as far as my um, business partner... That's how we're able to maintain our friendship as well as the business. And we still keep our business and friendship separate. 
we out and we're having a drink, we're enjoying Friendship. that time. And when it's business, it's work time. We're listening to music, we're tagging those clothes, we're just, you know, working. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how we keep that relationship going. As far as my husband, he had to be a little, a little more accepting to it because I was the wife that was working, cleaning, cooking, baby. Now it's that, trying to manage that, trying to network, <laughs> being extra fine. It was like, okay, I was fine, but you weren't fine. Now I'm fine for the world. So it's like, okay, you getting these comments, you getting these likes, uh, you getting these shares. Okay, um, this is a little adjustment for me. And I had to sit down and literally um, explain and break it down to a sense where he can understand. Mm -hmm. And I said, baby, when I'm attending these um, networking events, this is what I'm doing. When I'm going out, this is what I'm doing. So I had to actually explain to him what the business is like. Because saying I have a boutique and not going into depth for your partner to understand what exactly you're doing can cause a lot of confusion. So once he understood that and I broke it down to him in that sense, he's cool. He gets it now. My grand opening, I involved him. I, we had, I had him help me with a lot of things so he can know and understand what it takes to run a business. Mm. Um, as far as the organization, mostly that my husband handles, but as far as prepping and getting the supplies and collecting supplies, I help with that portion as well. Well, my daughter, the boutique, that's a little lady. I had to explain to her exactly what a boutique was. <laughs> She's only four, but I sat down and I introduced it to her as well because I want her to understand what mommy is doing and when I am gone, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times she's like, mommy, you going to work on a boutique? Yes, baby, I am. So it's just pretty much getting to maintain the relationship is just giving one that everyone that's close to you that understanding of what you're doing so they can have a better understanding. Mm -hmm. And with me, I feel like I didn't have that talk with my best friend when we first opened up the suite together. It was just the opportunity that actually came across us. So it was like, hey, you want to do it? Let's do it. We can do it. Let's go. <laughs> so we didn't really talk about it. Like, I wish we could have, but... We also didn't get into any arguments like that. Yeah, we would get frustrated with each other, but it's just like, I'll give you your time, let me get my time, and then when we come back, we're going to be 10 times stronger. So it was more like that. And then she, unfortunately, has left me, so it's all on me now. But I know I still support her as well as she supports me all the way from South Carolina. So it was kind of bittersweet, but it's like now, it's, okay, Nika, you got to step up and do it on your own now. So... I guess I'm taking it as a lesson. That's just more now. space for you to take up. Yeah. That's all that yeah. is. Sometimes things get moved for a reason. But it's like you're so comfortable. It's, I don't want to say it's like a clutch, but it's like somebody, if I fall, you you know, you can help, you me, can help yeah. me and vice versa. But now it's like, if I fall, besides my fiance, who else is going to help me? Mm -hmm. You know? You got it. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> nerve-wracking. Trust me. It is. I know with me, I feel like... I, I agree with you. I feel like it's important for you to communicate and set from the base. Because I know when Nika and I decided on our business arrangement, I felt like it was important for us to talk about it. I needed to know what her expectations were. And I would be, I, I had to force myself to let her know, like to be transparent about what I was comfortable with doing, what I wasn't comfortable with doing. And I told her up front, because this is my first time trying something like this. I'm like, I. Let's just try like a 90 day period because right. I don't want to, I don't want to compromise our friendship because I'm not able to deliver what exactly it is that you want. And we're going through that right now. We're going through, 
a situation where like I'm still working on trying to deliver exactly the way that she wants to and I'm still adjusting myself to being available to her the way that I need to be and um I feel like the biggest thing when it comes because people say don't mix business and pleasure I don't believe in that at all I feel like it'll work people just need to know what the position is so like if you're in a partnership you need to be able to set the precedence of who's responsible for what and what we're working on together with each other and then also even if it's just you offering a service because I know that I want to have my own business where I offer a service to someone but in reality the service that I'm offering is ultimately going to make my clients my boss I'm offering Nika a service as her assistant so in order for me to develop in my business I have to recognize that I have to do things the way that she expects it to be done I help my best friend in her business with administrative duties. I recognize that me offering her a service, ultimately what she says needs to be done is how I need to do it. Me and my sister have a partnership in the Sister Friend Podcast. So if I give her something to do, I want her to be able to know that I'm not domineering over you because she's my older sister. I want to maintain a dynamic of respect. I'm just telling you that this needs to get done in order for our brand to be where we want it to be. So I feel like the biggest thing is like you just need, when you sit down and you talk about whoever you're going to be doing business with, whether it's a partnership or you're asking them to do something for you or you're doing something for them, it needs to, the precedents need to be set what the actual dynamic is. Who has the final say and how things need to be done on every forefront. Love it. I think that could help any business because uh, people try to talk about how you can't have a personal relationship mm-hmm. with somebody and do business with them. I don't believe in that at all. I, agree. I feel like there's enough room for everybody to be in business with each other. Mm-hmm. You just have to be able to, I don't want to say remove the emotion from it because we're people and we like we're gonna have emotions that's how we gather information but it's just very important for you to recognize that there's a time and a place for everything and just to know who you're in business with like when I selected my business partner it wasn't based off of what I felt was who was close to me. It was what I felt that would be best for the business. Mm-hmm. And I and I have lots of sisters. I got best friends. My right. business partner is not my best friend. But I made that decision based off of if I were hiring and doing an interview. Who would be suitable for the job? That's real. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nico, I want to talk about you. I want to talk about what made you, like, Get your daughter into having her own little business. Oh, oh my gosh. Cheyenne is a character of her own. Oh, I met her, honey. Oh, I know. Lord, <laughs> Lord that's a... That's a four-year-old stuck in like a 15-year-old body. I tell you no lie. Everybody who comes across her always say, she's been here before. She is too smart. She knows too much. And so what made me get started with her business is um, she would look at me. And it's kind of hard when a daughter looks up to you because mm-hmm. it's like, Am I making the wrong mistakes? Am I doing this right? So she would look up to me, especially when I'm doing my makeup and stuff. She'll just stare. You're so pretty, mommy. And the lip gloss and stuff like that. So she would want lip gloss and stuff like that, too. So I would give her a little bit. But when she got to buying her own lip gloss, I was like, okay, let's start making some lip gloss and save some money as well as make some money. So uh it was also like a mommy and me time with her so mm-hmm. as we were making the lip glosses we would have bonding moments as well so it kind of was like 
I don't know. It was just, I wouldn't say a business opportunity, but it was just time with my daughter mm-hmm. and that her running. Into a yeah, that turned into a business. And later down the line, maybe she can keep it going with her older sister or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. other relatives. So it was just, I want her to be an entrepreneur as well. I know, you know, I don't really want her to be working for herself. I mean, working for someone else, but it's whatever she chooses to do, just as long as she knows that she can also do it by herself. So. For y'all, what's the best part about being in charge of your own business? <laughs> Go ahead, Desiree. Okay, so that's a great question. What's the best part of being in charge of our own business? I would definitely say making decisions um, because you're you're not clocking into someone's clock where they're making the decisions for you. Mm-hmm. And decisions can be tough whether it's good or bad. So I think the best part of it is just being able to make your own decisions, whether it's going to work, whether it's not, am I going to financially be able to sustain this? Should I change this? How just being able to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I guess agree with Desiree as well. It was based off the decisions. Like there's no right or wrong when you're in your own business, Mm -hmm. but you just want to make sure it is the right decision because all, uh, at at the end of the day, it reflects on you. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yes, Kitty. Kitty. Um, I I guess for me, it's okay. I like to help people, and not just help them. Like I like to encourage them. Like my boss from my actual nine to five, he always tells me like you need to have your elevator speech ready. Like he will always prepare me on that. Basically, an elevator speech is like you got like eight seconds to tell people what type of service you want to offer, and in a nutshell, what your mission statement is. And mine is, like, when I go into my actual passionate business, I want to be able to help people optimize and maximize their potential and what their vision is. Mm-hmm. So, in doing that, I feel like that's the that's the thing that, that's the best part about the business that I actually want to run. Like, ultimately, when we get King Assistant Services started, <laughs> like, that's, that's going to be the best part about it. I know that I'm helping people in the way that I want to help them. Because me doing my job right now, it doesn't matter how much I get promoted. It doesn't matter how many positions I change. I'm never going to be in charge of my income the way that I want it. And I'm always going to be helping people to the extent that I have in my job description. When I start my own business, I'll be able to help them flourish the way that I see fit. And there won't be any stipulations unless my client tells me I'm not comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's the best part about having my own business. Right now is that I get to talk shit and can't nobody check. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so, so uh, but you have a job too right now, yes. don't you? Okay, so how do you handle running your boutique and then being a mom and being a wife and then going to your nine to five as well listen (laughs) it is not easy Mm. by any means it's not um i work nine to six monday through friday weekends off so basically me and my business partner and she works pretty much the same schedule as well um We've had four o'clock mornings and I'm from a six o'clock day to a next day, four o'clock in the morning. So it's been long, long, long. Like right now we kind of just kick back a little bit and mostly focus on working the boutique on the weekends. Mm -hmm. But man, when we were prepping for that grand opening, it was like hustle, hustle (laughs) every day, nonstop, Mm -hmm. nine to six, from six to four in the morning, from six to two in the morning. 
And that's why I mentioned earlier, in the midst of that, I, I had to sit down and explain to my husband exactly what, what I was what I was doing because someone who doesn't understand yeah. what you're doing, that can cause a lot of confusion. So I had to make sure the relationships that I had with the people that are close to me understood what I was doing as well. Mm -hmm. um, but when managing, mentally, I just had to tell myself, what always gets me through, this is only temporary. You're doing this for a purpose. I say that all the time, and that's what keeps me going, motivated, and pushed. And I, in my 9 to 6, I always tell myself, even when they made me mad on the job, I say, you know what? I'm glad you made me mad. You know why? Because you just remind me not to get comfortable. Because mm -hmm. yeah. there was a point in time someone was making me upset on the job. I say, you know what? You're right. Keep making me mad. Because the more you make me mad is the the sooner, the sooner I'm gonna get out, and the harder I'm gonna work to get out. So I made a negative into a positive, and I started thinking them. So to me, that's what keeps me going. Just saying this situation is just temporary. You're grinding for a purpose. Yeah. Okay, so as women, especially with the roles that society plays on us, and the roles that we take up ourselves sometimes, you know, y'all got kids. You have to be a mother if you like to. That's your decision. You chose to have your child. You have to be a mother. You have a significant other. You, you like, it's a stewardship in both ways. Like, they serve you, you serve them. But you, like, just thinking about your responsibility. Women have the tendency to always place themselves first. And, so, and we have a hard time with taking time back mm -hmm. to relax, to reflect. So how do you guys handle your self-care? Uh, I would say self-care definitely like taking time for you even the simple things for me like uh, I could come home from work and my fiance is already there just rubbing my feet rubbing my hands down that's time for me as well so oh, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> that's time for me and then um, at the shop sometimes I have downtime so I'll go treat myself to either lunch or buy a little shirt that I like or you know, saving up for something that I really want, like my wax machine. It feels good <laughs> to actually put money to the side. Like, okay, this is going towards my wax machine that'll actually bring in more income. So I never thought about that too. Yes. Like, I just recently got to a point where, like, when you spend money on things that you need for your business, it still makes you yep. feel good. It like, sure that's does. still a part of personal care. Every time I get me a new order of lashes, or every time I get me some new um, wrapping paper, like, I feel good about yes, myself. I'm like. <laughs> yes, I'm getting that much closer. Yeah. Every time I, I I just booked some studio time. When I I don't care how well I did care about how much it cost, <laughs> but when I paid it, it hurt to click that confirmation button. But when I got that confirmation email saying you're booked for yeah, such and such time, good. like hell yeah, I did that yes. shit. <laughs> but what about you, Desiree? Great. Um, so self care for me was to to um just being able to just. Because like, it's been a lot for me, like mm -hmm. I said. And I was even in school at one point. Woof. And I'm still, I had to take the semester off just to, to launch the grand opening. That's so I had a lot going on. And I'm not going to lie, there was a time that I hit rock bottom. Thankfully, my husband is an amazing husband. He's very supportive. And he has an amazing relationship with my daughter to where he can do everything. Dress her, do her hair, everything. <laughs> so, Oh, the, you got a winner with yes. it. <laughs> So between having a great support system as well as just when I'm able to go out with me and my business partner just to have a drink and just vent or just let it out like, oh, girl, let my hair down, listen to some good music just to eat some good food over a good conversation. That to me is self-care. 
So I don't have to go out and buy a bag. I don't have to go out and get my nails done and toes done just to have some me time, just to talk, just to drink, just to eat and take a breath. Yeah. That alone That's is self care for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so what else I want to talk about? Um, let's talk about manifesting. Uh, we already know that you have to repeatedly reiterate things to you in order for you to believe in. The more you believe in, it solidifies out there in the world. Like God, God gave us that gift. When he breathed life into man, he gave us the opportunity to speak things into existence because that's the way that he exists. Mm -hmm. So, I want to give you opportunity to speak something in existence. It don't matter if it's two things, three things, one thing. Just speak something in existence for your brand right here, right now. Mm. I want to say I'm going to manifest that I will be a salon owner. Not just one, but multiple salons. I'm going to manifest that, that my daughter, uh, you know, excels in school and continues to be the great child that she is. I'm going to manifest that. This is my biggest goal. That I am going to soon have like a 75-year marriage anniversary. I love that Woo! stuff. I love that. To see couples together and strong for so many years, it's just beautiful to me. So that's my biggest goal right there. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my vision board for you, honey. Exactly. Nick going to be married for 75 plus <laughs> years. Yes, yes. What about you, Desiree? Okay, so um, I'm manifesting not only for the business, but just my life as a whole, um, victory. When I stepped into 2019, I said, what I went through last year, um, the struggle of wanting to get to where I am today, I'm manifesting victory of wanting to win all battles down to generational curses, mm. down to um, finances, down to relationships and just investment and revenue. So I'm, I'm declaring victory. Amen. That's my manifestation <laughs> over my life, over my business. Amen. <laughs> what about you, Kitty? I don't know. I asked y'all, I didn't think about mine. My manifestation, okay. This time, next year, every business that I have active, that will be my source of income. Yes. Like I'm not going if I keep if I decide to keep a job, that's going to be play money. Yeah. Yes. But otherwise like my direct source of income will be every business that I have active. Yeah. And something else I want to do. Um I feel it's important for us to shout out the people that support us. Nobody makes it alone. We all have a village that helps us in some kind of way. Name three people that are a significant part of your village. <laughs> Go ahead, Desiree. <laughs> I got so many. I don't know about three. Um, <laughs> definitely, um, as I mentioned earlier, my husband. Because through all the changes, through all the investments, the coins, and all that good stuff, I wouldn't be able to do it without him. So that's one person. My sister, Andy. Oh my God. <laughs> I could be like, sis, I need you right now. Like, I need you to come help me with my business right now. I need you to help me for my grant. Whatever it is, she is always there with no hesitation. She drops everything. Um, and the third one, I'm going to say my business partner for believing in me, mm -hmm. for even wanting to collaborate with me, from sending me spiritual scripts every day. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she sent me Bible verses. 
So definitely those are three people um, that can come to the top of my head that has support me in such a phenomenal way. Mm-hmm. I think with me, um, it's hard to, first of all, let me say this. It's hard to do three people because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a village. It takes a village. Okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say anybody that <laughs> feel like they're part of Nika Village. Please don't feel bad. Don't get don't in your feelings. <laughs> don't get in your feelings. I put her on the spot. She, she she couldn't make a list. I put her on the spot. So just name your three people. Yes, yeah, just to minimize 75 to three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say definitely my mother. She's been rocking with me from day one before anybody. And she's continuing to do that and supporting me and my family. Uh, number two, I'm going to say my fiance because through the ups and downs, he's the only one that actually understands my frustration, my wins, my accomplishments, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. He's there through whatever. And we're going to build a future together. So I know there's many more obstacles to overcome. Uh, and my third one is going to be actually my sister, Deshayla, also Shay. Uh, she has been a true supporter. Like, she'll wear my t-shirts. Wow. She'll pass our cards. Oh she'll gosh. do whatever she has to. She'll get her hair done in the dark if she has to. <laughs> like, she just want to be my walk-in billboard. And she supports oh. me in any event. So, definitely... That'll be the sum of three besides Queen of the Country. You know, I ain't gonna name all of them, but yeah. Um, shoot, I'm talking about y'all. I got when I say I have a village, exactly. I have a village. Mm -hmm. Like there are people, you know who you are, who have spent your resources to help me start up. You taking money out of your pocket to help me start and make sure I was where I need to be. Um, there are people who keep me in prayer. Um, me and my best friend, we don't all we have we go through spells where we don't talk sometimes, but I know for a fact that when it's necessary she have my back and I have yours. Right. I pray for her. I know that she prays for me. Um, we encourage each other when shit go wrong. We encourage each other when we get stuck in our feelings. Like when I know that she's in her places, I make sure I give her space and I make sure that I know when to give her motivation. And she does the exact same thing for me. So Julie is a very important part of my village. My sister, both of my big sisters, Mimi and Tashana. Um, my oldest sister Mimi, she's deaf, so she won't hear this. <laughs> but I'll make sure I put a description up for her so she'll know that I shouted this her out. Um, she definitely is a huge part. I admire her as a woman, as a mother, and as a woman of God more importantly, because she doesn't let anything bother her. And whenever she feels like Tashana and I are in a place where we're allowing something to bother us, she stops us in our tracks. She reminds of uh, reminds us of who we are and where our faith should be in God. So I I like I just want her to know that she is a huge part of keeping me going. And um, Sean, <laughs> that's my big sister. Not only is that my big sister, she is really my bestest friend. She is seriously my best. Her children are my children. Uh, we go through everything together. Whatever hurts her hurts me and vice versa. Uh, she encourages me in the ways that I need. I encourage her in the way that she needs. And she's here for me. She didn't have to be a part of sister friend, but she knew that I 
was going to need some help. So she told me that she would be here as long as I needed her. And I appreciate her for that. Oh, and I'm going to throw one person in there. I know I said three, but y'all know I got I can't. Pam gonna kill me, yeah. mommy. <laughs> you, she. When y'all talk about somebody praying, oh yeah, that's you a praying. Yes, that's a yes. praying woman. And she always like every time I get a new business card because y'all know I just I'm just into starting businesses. I'm a serious I'm a serial entrepreneur. Every time I get a business card, yay baby, I'm so proud of you. Um, I said I was gonna get sister friend shirt. She said I need me a shirt. Yeah. I said I was gonna get last shirt. She said I need me a shirt. Yeah. She was, I said I want to do when we finna pod. She said yes, I need a shirt. Cause when people ask me when we finna pod, I'm gonna be like ask my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so those are it happens to be all women, but there are especially my SL, my significant other. He's a very huge important part of my life. But all the people that are in my village, you know who you are. Anybody that has spent resources time that has prayed for me i just want to thank you and let you know that you are not forgotten about yes <laughs> okay so we basically like we did a pretty good job we um we were on time uh now let's get down to the best part i know y'all probably like this girl <laughs> shut up just get to the giveaway so i'll partner with nika and we're going to do a giveaway. I was, um, because it was such a monumental moment for me, I wanted to give everything away to one person. But uh, after chit-chatting it out, I feel like we're going to have more than one winner. So let's get down to it. I already told everybody that uh, one of the prizes was going to be an eco dot. If anybody thinks it's a scam, it's not a scam. I got it sitting right here in my house. I spent my money on it. It's a real eco dot with a warranty. You got instructions on how to get it started. Ain't no bootleg. I ain't buy it off no booster. Um, I'm going to give an eco dot. You'll get two pair of lashes, mink lashes from the Goddess Lash Teak. Nika is going to donate a lace wig. And she's going to do a free install for yes, you guys. Yes, yes, I'm going to include one item from the Queen of Oat. I'm paying with this. It's my money, y'all. <laughs> so don't think that I'm getting any sponsors. No, we're partnering on this and we're using our own resources. And then uh, we're toying with the idea of maybe having another prize. We thinking about maybe doing a gift card, a little something, something. I'll let y'all know. Okay, so I know y'all like, how we gonna get this shit? <laughs> so, all you have to do is follow Sister Friend Podcast on Instagram. Follow Crown by Queen. Crown by Queen with a W. I'm gonna put it in the description so y'all know exactly where to go. Um, follow Lash God Orlando. Follow Queen of Oak. Yeah, it's Queens of Oak. And then um, go ahead. You can do for extra uh, entry. All you have to do is either go to uh, Crown by Queen Facebook and leave a, a comment and a review on her. Like any style that you like of hers. Tell her what she doing, whatever, whatever. Leave a comment. That'll give you an entry. And also, if you go on the Anchor app and leave a voicemail to the Sister Friend Podcast, I'll leave a link for it. Just leave a voicemail. Tell us what's your favorite episode, um, who your favorite cast member is, whatever you want to say. Leave a voicemail, and that'll give you an extra entry. And tag a friend on Instagram. Yes. If you tag a friend, that might give you an extra entry, too. 
And you can enter multiple times. You can enter multiple times. So if you go every motherfucking day, I'm going to go up there. <laughs> so do that. You can do it every day. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like the last giveaway that I did, I did cash out giveaway. Brianna went in and she tagged five people every day. Wow. She went and she tagged five people every day and she got it. She got cash out. I cashed out. If you don't believe me, go to, what is her? Bria D. Bria D on Instagram, she'll tell you I cashed at her and she had lunch on me. <laughs> I, like, I really, people say that I'm doing this to boost business. Not necessarily. I just want to celebrate the people who support us. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all that it is. Yeah. And just let you, because there's always people out there, well, I never win anything. I never win this show. I'm this is your right now. And it's so simple. So simple. How hard is it to say something good about someone that you know? Mm-hmm. So that's all you guys have to do. So, now question, is this going to be for one winner or multiple winners? No, we'll do multiple winners. Just like you said, we were going to do, we'll okay, do multiple okay. winners. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll do multiple winners and we'll announce the winner on the 28th, I said. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so on the 28th, I guess I'll have Nika back and we'll do an announcement on who the winners are. And if you don't respond in 48 hours, we're going to pick a new one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way to get you what you need. Um, okay, so I guess we're going to close out. Um, we can go around the table. You guys can plug your social media again. Yes, yes, yes. And that'll be it. Uh, once again, this is Nika. You can follow me on Instagram at Crown by Queen. It's going to be C R O W N E D. B-Y-Q-W-E-E-N. Crown by Queen on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, Mika Richardson. You can follow me there. And um, for any reasons, you can contact me at 407-757-3723. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, though, Kitty. Don't text her, Pess. This is me. Because that's my job. Don't text her past 745. 745? 745. I might get you at 8 o'clock, but don't text her past 745. That's it. Okay, Desiree, go ahead and plug yourself. Yes, and again, this is Desiree, co owner of Queens of Oat Boutique. Please follow us on Instagram. That's Queens, Q U E E N S, of O F, Oat. H-A-U-T-E Boutique B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E Queens of Oak Boutique Follow us on Instagram Thank you And then everybody knows like I'm Kitty2K on all platforms Um, And you can also follow Instagram Sister Friend PC Kitty2K is K-I-T-T-Y The number 2, the letter K And also please follow my Lash page On Instagram It is LashGodORL um, you guys stay golden, uh, and make sure you participate in this giveaway. Yes. It's the real deal. Yes. Have a good one. Bye-bye.